We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and I'm realizing as I'm talking right now that this these are the first words that I've spoken all day, and it's 1.30 p.m., and I'm just realizing that. Um, I've been a loner all day today, and that would mean that I haven't talked. Um, I'm recording this a lot later, and I'm also at my parents' house when I'm recording this. My parents are down at the beach, and... The vibes at my parents' house is just immaculate, <laughs> so I decided to hang out here for the day, um, and feels great. Um, I woke up this morning. I've been in a really big funk for the past, like, I don't know, month, <laughs> I want to say, and it really does, like, come in waves and, like, all... Like from Friday of last week until yesterday, I was like feeling good. I was like, oh my God, what funk? And then yesterday it hit me again. Um, So now I'm like kind of in this funk again today. And because of that, the creative juices just haven't been flowing, you know, with this pod. And I just want to talk to you guys because I like talking with you, doing Q&As, advice sessions, stuff like that, because... I feel like it makes us closer and it gives us like a new little relationship and I like that a lot. And also it's just hard to be inspirational when I myself am feeling a little funky. (laughs) Um, I'm not sad. I'm not anything. I'm just like 
in a funk. I don't know what it is. I'm like, I get my work done, but I'm not feeling like the drive behind it. I don't know. It's just like a phase and it'll, it'll go. But the best thing my therapist taught me, and I talked about it last week, is that whenever you're feeling a certain way, you just have to lean into it, whether it's uncertainty, fear, depression, whatever it might be. Sometimes the best thing to do is just lean in. So I'm leaning into this emotion, feeling it, and experiencing it and then allowing it to move on. So while we do that, I figured we may as well just do a Q&A session. Um, before we do that, I know you guys like little life updates and I only, I think I only have one. And that life update is that I've started the Real Housewives of New Jersey and I'm loving it. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm on season two and I think this is filmed in like 2009 or something so it's like super long ago but I just watched the episode where Teresa's daughter Gia had a birthday party at Sweet and Sassy and that's where I used to work not at that one in Jersey I lived worked at the one in Pennsylvania there's a couple in Pennsylvania but um the one like near my house growing up and it was just so cute to like see the sass on there because I just love Sweet and Sassy but it was super fun but yeah I'm watching Real Housewives of Jersey and um my mom, whenever she works, she always has like law and order on in the background, like SVU law, law and order. And I was always so confused about how she could work with the TV on in the background. And like one of my employees, Kylie, shout out Kylie, does homework while podcasts play. And I just never understood the concept of like having a TV or podcast on in the background because like doesn't it distract you? Or don't you not even like pay attention to it? Well, today I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Chick-fil-A. And then after Chick-fil-A, I'm going to start and like buckle down on all of my work that I have to do. And while I was eating Chick-fil-A, I was watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn it down, but leave it on the background and do some work. And it was great. So mom, Kylie, I now understand why you guys listen to stuff in the background. And I think I'm going to do it more. It like, I don't know. It felt good. It felt like I had a friend here. felt like I was at a coffee shop with some background, you know, noise, people talking. It was kind of comforting. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to waste too much time. I'm excited to get into these topics. I've been reading a couple before I turned on the mic and you guys have a lot of really good questions. So let's just dive right in. Okay. So a question that I've been getting a lot is one that I actually made a full episode on. So let's dive into that a little bit and I'll also share the episode if you guys are more interested in this. Um, but this question is how do you deal with body comparison while trying to live a healthy lifestyle? So I did a whole episode on comparison in and of itself in factors of like work success, body image, all that sort of stuff. So if you guys want to go listen to that episode, I highly recommend it. That episode is called Learning to Trust the Universe's Plan, Why Comparison Gets You Nowhere. Um, So I definitely recommend to listen to that. But my short answer for this. When it comes to body comparison while trying to live a healthy lifestyle, I think the most important thing to remember is that one, everybody's body is different and you could eat the same thing as someone and work out the same way as someone and your body most likely will not look exactly like theirs. So it really comes down to you can admire somebody else's body and somebody else's appearance without 
talking poorly about your own. Like you can look at someone that has beautiful hair and be like, oh my God, I love her hair. That doesn't make your hair any less beautiful. Same with saying that about someone else's body. You can appreciate someone's body and how maybe physically fit they are. Um, but that doesn't have to take away from how physically fit you are or how you look. So I think that's just important to know. The second thing that I want you to remember is that a healthy lifestyle is different for everybody. And up until this year, I was very set on there's labels of healthy and labels of unhealthy. And as soon as I sort of dropped this whole context of there's healthy and unhealthy, there's clean and not clean, there's good and bad, I dropped all that altogether. And ever since then, I now just look at other people's bodies and appreciate how beautiful other people are without tearing myself down. And living a healthy lifestyle for you could be something that's completely different for someone else. So the only thing that I want you to remember is that just because someone else has like this insane, amazing body, maybe doesn't make them an insane, amazing person. At the end of the day, I remember Becca Tilly from The Bachelor posted a really long time ago that she was like, you know what? I really got to thinking the other day about bodies and when someone makes an impact on your life, you never think like, oh, wow, Sarah, for example, made this great impact on my life and she has an amazing body. Like you, you never think about someone's body or how they look as their appearance. It's really like the mark that they leave on you. So yes, while it can be discouraging to like go on Instagram or be in the gym or go on a YouTube video and just see these girls with like these crazy six pack abs and super skinny legs and a huge ass and tiny little waist. Sure. You know, people want to look like that if that's what you like, but just remember that that doesn't make them a better person. That doesn't make them more successful. That doesn't even define their character. It's just their outer shell. Um, and it shouldn't affect you because you are on your own path and they are on their own path. So I really dive deeper into that in the episode, but, um, I think it's really just a takeaway of your body's yours and it's, it looks the way it does for a reason and their body's theirs and how their body looks shouldn't affect you. And your life will be a lot better once you start applying that principle to your life. I hope I answered that question. Well, I feel like I was all over the place, but I think you know what I'm saying. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally adjust the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. 
I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
The next question is one that I really like, and it is what tips or advice do you have to anyone that is beginning their fitness journey? And this is a great question, and it's one that I wish I asked and listened to when I was a senior in high school that was also just beginning my fitness journey. So the very first thing is that this should be enjoyable. Getting into a quote-unquote healthy lifestyle or quote-unquote fitness journey is exactly that, a journey that is supposed to be providing you a better more energetic and sustainable lifestyle. So whether that just means going for a walk every day or three times a week, maybe it means going to a driving range and taking a couple golf swings. Maybe it means switching to oat milk instead of whole milk. Like whatever this fitness journey looks like for you, make sure that it's something very sustainable and something that brings you joy. Health and fitness really shouldn't be anything that stresses you out. So if you feel like in the very beginning of your fitness journey, you should be going to the gym for three hours a day, maybe that's not the right journey for you. It should be something that you enjoy. It should be having that balance of foods that you love eating and that also taste good. Um, It's so easy to get very wrapped up in this microscope that we put ourselves under. I feel like once we start, you know, working out and eating healthy, because we do start to see some changes in our body that we typically like, such as losing weight, toning up in certain areas. And it's easy to get really caught up in that. And it's really easy to be like, okay, well, if I could do this, like, why don't I turn it up a notch and now try and get six pack abs? Like it's very easy to get lost in it. And I think that's when it becomes a problem for some people, not, not all people, but for some people it can become a problem. So my advice to you is enjoy it. No matter what the journey is, make sure that you're enjoying it and that you feel good about what you're doing. Um, You should be excited to wake up every day and feel energized and like you're just helping your body be stronger and healthier every single day, however that looks like to you. Another thing that I want to add on is that there's no right or wrong way to live a healthy lifestyle or to do a fitness journey. For some people, swimming in a pool um, leisurely is them getting their exercise in for the day. And I love that. I think that's great. It's movement and it's awesome. For other people, they want to go train for a marathon. I think that's great. Again, it's movement and it's awesome. For other people, it's taking their dog for a walk. It's movement. That's awesome. There's no right or wrong way to do this. There's no diet to follow. It's really just a journey that should be here to make you feel better than you did yesterday. And As long as you have fun with it, I think you're doing it right. One more tip that I have is that exercise is a lot easier when you do something that you like. So for me, the one activity that I really loved was spin. And that's really how I got to where I am today was because I just loved spin. I tried running. I did softball. I went to the gym. I tried CrossFit. I did so many things, but spin has always been the one thing that has stuck with me and I'm glad I tried it. So try out a bunch of different things, see what you like, see what you don't like. And if you like it, stick with it. And if you don't, don't force yourself to go do it, but, um, have the best journey. It's a lifelong commitment and, um, you're going to, you're going to have a great time. You really will. The next question is about needing space from someone. So it says, What if I need space from someone and that other person disagrees and freaks out on me? Okay, so this to me sounds like boundaries. It sounds like we need to set up some boundaries here. And this can be very difficult and tricky because 
typically when you have to set up boundaries, it's with someone that you've had a closer relationship with, if not close, a comfortable relationship. So this could be, we'll take it for a relationship. For example, if you need boundaries from your boyfriend or girlfriend, meaning if you find that your personal life is suffering, maybe your friendship life is suffering or your social life, maybe you aren't living the healthy lifestyle that you want to as much anymore, whatever it might be, this is a boundary with someone that is your partner. And that's kind of a difficult boundary to set up. Another example could be a friend. If you just want to distance yourself from a friend for whatever the reasons might be, typically if it's a close friend, you do need to have some sort of conversation or else your friend just might think that you're mad at them. If it's someone that you're typically not as close to, I feel like you can kind of back off and you know, it might take a little bit longer for the other person to notice like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in a little while. And another example is in a work relationship, you know, where you feel like you're very comfortable with someone, but you realize like maybe I'm blurring a boundary or sorry, blurring a line and I need to create a boundary. Whatever it is, it's difficult to create that boundary because typically, like I said, you've been close with them in the past. So the first thing that you need to do is communicate and you need to understand that your Feelings are very valid, and when you communicate them, that's you putting your feelings out there, and now it's up for them to receive your feelings. If they disagree with how you're feeling, it's not your job to take on their feelings of their end of the conversation. Meaning, if I was, um, I'll use Lindsay as my best friend as an example. If I told Lindsay that I wanted a month break of us being friends or I needed to not hang out for a month because I need to work on myself, whatever it might be, I can communicate that with her because that's my feelings and they're valid because this is the way that I'm feeling. So I can communicate, hey, like I really need this time to myself to you don't even need to have a reason. It could literally be like I just need time to myself. End of story. Most of the time people will want an explanation, but that's another that's a whole other conversation that you, you don't need to owe anyone an explanation about anything in your life. Like simply saying like, no is enough. But anyway, if there does need to be an explanation, like, Hey, I need some time away from our friendship. So I can either, you know, a work on my career, B focus on myself, C just regain mental clarity, whatever it might be your reasoning. I communicate that to my friend in this example, we're using Lindsay. Then once Lindsay gets that information, how she receives it is not my responsibility. Meaning if she's upset by it, that's not my emotion to take on because that's her response to the situation. And I can't feel guilty for putting myself first and neither can you. So if you're going out of your way to have this difficult conversation, that's already uncomfortable for you to do. Once you have this uncomfortable conversation of creating a boundary, you've spoken your piece and you've put yourself first. It's hard to put yourself first because typically we want to make sure others are happy. We want to make sure others aren't you know, upset with us. But we also need to understand that putting ourselves first sometimes has uncomfortable conversations that comes, come along with it. And you've spoken your piece and now you just have to hope that the other person respects it. And if they don't, maybe it'll take them a week to adjust, but they will eventually adjust. Whatever your reason for having a boundary may be, it's not your responsibility to take on the other party's emotions once you discuss and lay out your boundary. 
boundaries are very good, I think. Um, I think that they're necessary and I think that they only improve relationships and friendships um, because it allows you to be the best version of yourself so that you can be the best friend to somebody else. You can be the best girlfriend or boyfriend or partner to somebody else. You can be the best employee to somebody else, whatever it might be. Um, Boundaries are very important. They're difficult to establish, but once they are established and spoken upon and put out there after, you know, there might be a little adjustment period, but eventually both parties will catch on and you guys will be able to have a great relationship and friendship or whatever it might be. Um, so the first step is just communication and just remembering that it's not your responsibility to take on their emotions after you've communicated your boundary. This is an interesting question that I've never gotten. Can you talk about jealousy about personal success? I don't talk about it, but I see people buy houses, cars, etc. This is actually a really great question and I've never seen it come across. So yeah, for sure. Let's definitely talk about um, personal success. I think this kind of goes along with comparison. We see someone purchasing a home, buying a nice car, and we think to ourselves like, well, why can't I have that? And I think the first instinct is, well, of course I want that. I am jealous. Even if we don't want to admit it, if we're looking at someone else and think like, oh, wow, they have a really nice house or they have a great relationship or they have a nice car or they're making a lot of money. Well, I really want that. That's jealousy, right? Like we feel this emotion of they have it. So can I, I want that too. I wish I had that jealousy. I think it comes down to comparison and that number one, there's so much that we don't see to it. So for example, like someone could look at me, for example, and think, oh, like Tori, she owns two spin studios and she has her own house and she's only 22. And it's like, that's all true. And maybe people are jealous of that, but they have no idea, or I'm 23 now, um, but they have no idea what the flip side of that looks like, right? Like they don't know what I feel like on a daily basis, what I go through on a daily basis. And they also don't know that, you know, everything I have didn't start from the time I opened Stride. I've been working since I was 14 years old doing YouTube videos. You know what I mean? So we tend to just see the tip of the iceberg all the time with people's lives. And then we forget about the whole entire iceberg that's underwater. That's what we never see. And that's what we don't want to see. And that's what people don't show because it's not the glamorous side of things. It's, you know, some things come with a price and hard work comes at a cost. Um, I was listening to an episode today of the skinny confidential where the guest was talking about how, you know, to be successful, you do have to give some things up and you can't always have it all. And I do agree to an extent that some things have to give in order to create a successful life for you that people tend to envy. Um, and it comes at a cost. So you really have to decide like, yeah, is it worth having nice things? For example, But maybe that means saying no to happy hours because you have to work late. Or is it, yeah, let's, it's awesome to have like a nice car, but who knows, maybe they're car poor and their car is their whole entire paycheck. So it just depends on what we don't see. It's that whole iceberg underneath the water that we don't talk about, that we don't see. And I'm not trying to knock anyone's personal, personal success, accomplishments, whatever it might be. All I'm trying to say is we don't always know the full story. So um, again, it comes down to comparison where someone else having nice things 
or being somewhere in their life where maybe you want to be doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't make you any less successful. It doesn't make you any smaller or bigger because you're talking poorly about someone else or because you're jealous of somebody else's life. Um, they're, they're human just like you. And if they can do it, you can do it. If anything, let it motivate you, you know? Um, so that's kind of just what I think about other people's success. And trust me, there's room for everybody. There really, really is. So if you see someone living out a lifestyle that you want or having a career that you want, go after it, go for it. You can do anything that you set your mind to. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm surrounded by that every day and I'm, it's amazing to see. So I, um, I encourage you to, you know, if you're jealous, go after what you want and make yourself proud. Oh my God. Glad this was asked. Okay. Someone said, can you talk about beauty? I recently ordered a jade roller and a, going to mess this up. Gua sha tool. Have you ever used these things? Okay. So I recently deleted TikTok. Well, I say recently, but I deleted it in January on new year's. Um, so I know that that's like a TikTok thing right now. I have no idea how to say it. Gua sha. Oh, I'm, totally butchering that. But so I've never used that tool. Um, and I've used a jade roller like once, but not seriously. Like I saw it in the freezer at the stride house. So I was just like rolling my face one day. Um, but I didn't do it with like intention or anything. So the reason I want to talk about this was because I've decided within the past month to really up my skincare game and I can see it working. I can, and I'm loving it. So the whole thing was, there was one day like a month ago where I had tanner on my face and I was just like, oh God, like my face just looks so bad. Like I'm so tired of just always wearing self-tanner. Like my face just looks dull and dry and lifeless and bleh. Like I'm just over it. Because when I always would put tanner on my face, I was like, I can't do my skincare routine because my tanning oil won't go through all of my skincare and I like to use a lot of oils. So like, what's the point? So then one day I was like, you know what? I'm done with self tanner and I haven't self tanned in a very long time. And it's definitely an adjustment. I have not seen my natural pale skin color in a very long time. Um, so it's definitely an adjustment, especially on my, my face is like translucently pale, but anyway, what I'm getting at is I've really upped my skincare game and I've foregone my self tanners to enhance my skincare game. So I'm going to tell you guys what I'm doing for skincare now. And if you have any tips, I'd love to know because I'm really no profesh when it comes to skincare, but I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So at night I will take off my makeup with, um, either like the ordinary bomb that takes off your makeup or Tula, a probiotic cleansing facial oil. I like both of those. So I'll switch out between those. Then I wash my face. My favorite face wash right now is the first aid beauty foaming, face wash. I think that's what it's called. This is at night, by the way. So my nighttime's like my big routine. Lauren Geraldo in a video said that she does like a 20 step skincare routine at night and watches a YouTube video while she does it. And she said that it's like euphoric for her. And I was like, I want to try that. So I've been watching YouTube videos as I do this at night on my iPad. And it's amazing. I'm like at a spa. It's amazing. Um, I love it. So I'll wash my face. And then like once or twice a week, I will use the um, oh God, what's the brand summer? I should know this because I use it. Um, the overtime mask by not, not summer's Eve. That's like 
feminine care. Hang on, let me look it up. Summer's Friday, right? Summer Fridays? Yeah, something like that. Um, by Summer Friday. So I use the Overtime Mask Summer Fridays, and that's like an exfoliant mask that you also leave on your face. So I'll do that, and I'll take it off, and oh my God, my skin is literally baby smooth whenever I do those two together. I only do the mask like once or twice a week, definitely on Sundays, and sometimes on like Wednesdays or Thursdays if I'm feeling it. But oh my God, it's just, it's incredible. So that's how I cleanse. Then I go into toners, and I use Paula's Choice 2% BHA toner, and I apply that with my hands. I saw that because one of my friends, Caroline, posted on her story that she recommended that, and I was like, okay, it works for me, so I I purchased it, and I really like it. Um, it definitely leaves... My, my whole goal here for my skincare is I just want it to be super glowy, and um, that's how I just keep my skin looking glowy. Like I want it to look like my skin has taken a huge gulp of water. And believe it or not, I did not think that I would achieve that through toners, but I did. And I'm very glad that I did. Um, Okay. So then at nighttime, I first put on the Paula's Choice toner. Then at night only, I will then use the Ren Ready Steady Glow Daily AHA Tonic toner. I only use that at nighttime because I feel like the BHA and the AHA together are kind of like tough on my skin. My skin isn't sensitive per se, but like once I put, once I overload it with product, like it will kind of break out a little bit. Um, so for me, less is more, but at night, this is like fine because I can, I lather on products at night. So I use both of those toners. Then I go into serums. So the first serum that I use is the First Aid Beauty AHA Serum. And I put that all over. I absolutely love it. Then I go in with the Ordinary, I always mess this up, Hyaluronic Acid. I think that's how you say it, Serum. That is literally a godsend because it just puts, it like plumps your face unbelievably. It's just incredible. It looks so amazing. So I put that on. And then I use the Drunk Elephant Hydrating Serum love that. Put that all over. It's incredible. Then I go in with a eye cream. I use the first day beauty, uh, eye cream. I don't think it has retinol in it, but I use the eye cream. Then I use the CeraVe face moisturizer all over. Then some nights I don't do this every night, but some nights I will then go in with a face oil and I use the first day beauty face oil and I put that all over. So that's what I do at night. This is a lot. And then in the morning I wake up and I just put water on my face. I don't wash my face in the morning. Um, if I'm working out, I just put on moisturizer and go. But if I am not working out like first thing in the morning, I will wake up, put water on my face. Then I go in with the BHA Paula's Choice Toner again. Then I go in and put on the First Day Beauty AHA Serum. Put that all over. Then I go in with the Super Goop Vitamin C and SPF 40 serum and put that all over. I love vitamin C and SPF 40. Like this, the super goop one is my favorite that I've ever tried. I used the first day beauty vitamin C serum and I could not stand the way it felt and the way it smelled on my face. It was so sticky and smelled not bad, but it just wasn't a scent that I was fond of. So, and the scent stayed with me all day. Like I smelled it all over my face and just made my skin look like a 
glossy donut. I did not like it for the daytime. It's fine for nighttime, but I don't put on vitamin C at night, only in the in the day. So then I do that and then I put on eye cream and then again, the moisturizer and then I let that sit. And then before I leave my house, I put on the super goop um, glow screen and that just leaves like a really pretty glow on my face and then I'm out the door. If I'm wearing makeup, I recently have started using the um, Kosas foundation face oil. Uh, it's like a tinted face oil and I love it, but it's definitely a dupe for the Clinique workout makeup. So yeah. Um, but I really like it, but that's what I've been doing for my skin lately. And I'm so glad someone asked because I've been wanting to talk to someone about it. Oh, this one is hits home. Uh, this says, I'm moving across the country for school. Do I stay with my boyfriend? And then in parentheses, opinions on long distance. So I was in the same situation as you, girlfriend. When I was in high school, I was dating um, Matt at the time. And I was going down to Alabama. And he was going two hours north. And we did this whole thing of, we're definitely not going to break up. We're going to stay together for college. Now, listen, I think this is very personal for every relationship. So I've seen couples that have stayed together through both high school and college, and now they're on the track to get married. And it's amazing. I've also seen the other side of it, which is personal what happened to me, where you go to college and you realize, you know what, it's just not really working out and you break up. I think that you have to do what's right for your relationship. And you have to be so secure with one another when it comes to a long distance relationship. It comes down to trust. If you trust and security, if you don't trust your partner, it's just simply not going to work. If you are insecure with yourself, it's just not going to work because it's really uncomfortable and hard to think about. But like your boyfriend is going to be going to parties where there are very pretty girls walking around him. You have to be one secure with yourself. That's like, you know what? I know I'm a great girlfriend and I know I have it going on. Okay. And he, you have to trust him because yes, he's going to be around other girls, just like how you're going to be around other guys. And you might not have any interest in even looking at other guys. And you should know that your boyfriend has that same feeling. Like I'm not even going to look at other girls. It's just nothing that I want to do. So if you do want to be that committed to one another in college, I think it's great. And I think it's beautiful, but it does come down to your relationship. How much do you trust him? How much, how secure are you within yourself? Um, because that was like a really big thing with me was like, were we secure within ourselves enough to know that this is what we wanted at the time? And, um, it's hard doing long distance in college. It's definitely hard, but trusting one another, making that time to see one another. It's also hard because you start to like build this life without them. And it's kind of sad to like have your partner who's super important to you miss out on this huge part of your life. So definitely just keep them in the loop of things, have them visit, you go visit them, like definitely put in equal amounts of effort, whatever that might be. And if you want to make it work, you definitely can. I've seen it work. So if you want to, you can. I think long distance is great. Um, but I'm also someone that likes quality time. So I'm very like clingy. Like whenever I'm with someone, like I want to be with them every day. So for me, it's hard, but I still do think it's a beautiful thing. And 
Um, I've seen it work. So if you guys want to make it work, you totally can. The next question is, do you ever feel guilty if you weren't as productive as you wanted to be in a day? Short answer, yes. Um, almost every single day I feel this guilt. Even now, if I'm being honest with you guys, like while recording this episode, I feel guilty because I feel like I'm not answering texts or emails, stuff like that. Um, but that's me just being reactive to other people's timelines, which is something that I've talked about a lot that I shouldn't do, but it's definitely my biggest fault. Um, and I, you know, I think about this a lot. Like whenever I see someone like Emma Chamberlain, for example, like filming YouTube video and she's just like sitting in bed in the middle of like a day, I'm like, how is she doing this? Where she's able to just like sit in the middle of a work day and chill in bed. Like how, how does she do this without feeling guilty? Maybe she does feel guilty. All I'm getting at is the answer is yes. I, I always feel guilty so much so that I've talked to my therapist about this several times. Um, so first off, let me say that this is a work in progress for me, especially, and it's a work in progress. I think for a lot of people, so I'm just going to put that out there in the beginning. Now let's actually dive into like some advice about this and things that help me through it. So the number one thing that I always remember is that no one knows what I'm supposed to be doing every day. <laughs> okay. And that's just that. Um, it's no one's obligation to know what I'm doing every day. And it's no one's business to be completely honest of what I'm doing every day. Like we live in this society of hustle culture where we feel like we have to be busy all the time. And we feel like if we're sitting down in the middle of the day, like we're doing something wrong. And that doesn't have to be how it is. Um, you're allowed to take breaks in the middle of the day and you're allowed to, you know, maybe only get one thing done for the day. If it's going to be one thing that you do really well that day, um, hustle culture is a real thing. And a while ago, I say a while ago before the pandemic, I was very caught up in it. I was very caught up in being productive and being busy and having that be like my whole mentality. Um, but it led to burnout and it just, it, it isn't sustainable. So, you're allowed to have time for yourself. And even if you weren't as quote unquote productive as you would have liked to be that day, there's always tomorrow. And another thing, your job is not your end all be all. And we tend to identify as our career. I'm guilty of that. We tend to identify as our jobs. I'm guilty of that. But we are so much more than our career and our jobs. I think in America, we really put a lot of pressure on our jobs. And I don't think it's like that in other parts of the world. And I saw a quote that one of my friends posted on Instagram yesterday that was like, you know, if you quit, no, not quit. If you die, <laughs> brutal, but if you die, your job would replace your position. But if you died, your parents or your family, your chosen family, meaning your friends and those closest to you would be very, you know, upset and miss you for the rest of their lives. And it's just the truth. Like we, we work so hard for our jobs, but you have to remember that there's more to life. Our jobs are there to allow us to have financial freedom, comfortability, whatever it might be for the reason of our jobs. Maybe it's just what lights our soul on fire. gives us purpose. It makes us happy. gives us passion, whatever it might be. But there is more to life than just your job. And you're allowed to be more than just your job. So if you're not by your email responding by the second, it doesn't make you a bad worker. If you're not responding to all of your text messages from your work immediately, that doesn't make you a bad employee. And 
I think that we tend to forget that, that people have lives outside of their jobs. So you're allowed to not be productive every single day or maybe not as productive as you would have liked to be. There's always tomorrow. And sometimes you just might need a rest and that's okay. We're all human. Um, So yes, it happens to me a lot. I feel very guilty a lot of the time. I'm working through it, but just remembering like these little things that like moments to myself will make me a better worker in the long run is also a good little message to tell myself. All right. And I think I'm going to leave you guys with that. Um, Thank you guys so much for submitting all of the questions, advice, sessions, whatever it might be. I love doing these. I'll definitely be doing it more. Um, I feel so much better now that I've done this uh, podcast since I started. So thank you guys. You have such a great impact on my life and you guys don't even know it, but I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing Monday. Let's have a great week this week. Let's really just get after it. Have a wonderful time while we do it and make ourselves proud. Like let's look back on this week on Friday and be like, you know what? I had a really great week this week. So let's make that our goal. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you so much for all the love on this podcast. I love seeing you guys put it on your story and sharing it, telling a friend. It really means a lot. Definitely helps out the podcast and you guys are just the best. So have a wonderful day guys. I love you. Happy manifest Monday. We'll talk soon. Bye.